Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to our uh, podcast. This is the first episode. Episode it's, number one. I'm, uh, you know, we're very excited. This is something that we've been uh, talking about for a really long time. So the fact that we finally are able to get it done is uh, is great. So I'm uh, I'm Ahmed. I'm Reem. And uh, today you're going to be listening to Living Your Best Life podcast. Is it Living Your Best Life or Live Your Best Life podcast? Live. Your best life. Live your best life. Live your best life. Okay. You're going to be listening to, correction, you're going to be listening to Live Your Best Life podcast. So this is episode one. sounds better, right? Living Your Best Life? No, wait. I think, I I think. Welcome to Living Your Best Life podcast. I I think Living Your Best Life podcast is right. Yeah. Yeah, let's agree. We're living. There we go. We just got, we just Correction number two. Yeah, correction number two. Living Your Best Life podcast. So today was a very, very long day. To be honest, I'm, I'm, I, I feel very energized. For some reason, like I actually have the energy to do this. Like, considering how long of a day we had, like just the fact that you know I have the energy to do this is you know that's a good. It's sign. exciting, man. I'm excited yeah, I mean it's our first episode. I mean we tried uh, recording this a week ago, but not fully. Like it wasn't an episode where we in- intentionally uh, thought we would. It's almost. To post it was it. almost like a practice. Episode. Yeah, it was more so. Dude, a honestly, like with everything, with everything that you that you want to get into. Uh, I feel like you kind of need to take some time to understand it a little bit better. I get a feel for it. And then from there, you can kind of be a little bit more comfortable because you know what to expect going in. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like before, uh, last week when we when we uh, started recording, uh, we didn't even know which software, what website to record our web. Our, uh, yeah, we're on, yeah like 17, on we're on like 17 different softwares. Yeah, we're trying we to download. had to. Oh. We had to go on YouTube to search up which if, uh, if you guys podcast. if you guys want to start a podcast, do not use a Mac laptop. Oh yeah, it's horrible. Do not do not do it. Right now we are using Anchor. Yes, Anchor is a good one. Anchors Anchor is are very good. good. Sponsored by Anchor. We can actually do that. Yeah. Sponsored by Anchor. Soon. Soon. You know, we'll keep uh, we'll keep the ambition high in episode one. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> today, today we spent the whole day uh, running around. From uh, apartment to apartment, we're looking at some uh, some places because we are getting into the Airbnb business. Uh, maybe some of you guys have heard of uh, what's known as rental arbitrage. Essentially, what it is, it's a re-rental uh, business where you rent from somebody and then you re-rent the property that you're renting on Airbnb. You know what? Actually, not many people know about it. I've talked about it to quite a few people already. I initially heard of it a year ago on YouTube. Some video popped up on my uh, um, recommended videos. And it was about a guy who rents out homes and then re-rents them on Airbnb and makes like he makes million. bank. Yeah, he yeah. makes bank. That guy makes serious money. I, I know which guy you're talking about because I started yeah. watching his videos too. Oh, yeah. Because here's the thing. When you first brought it up, I'm like, yo, there's no way it's that easy. Like there's no way it could possibly be that easy. It just seems so like it, it seems so far fetched to me. And then yeah. like looking into it after, I was like, oh my god, because I remember you told me about. Oh yeah, this I'm so glad you came along. I yeah. told him about it as soon as I heard of heard about it, and I started watching a lot of videos. And it was actually a plan I had in mind yeah. to start renting homes and re-renting it, yeah. which is honestly so much better than buying the home and renting it on, out on Airbnb. Yeah, because well, because because here's the thing: if you buy a home, like you know, people don't realize this, but well, you're maybe they do. Payment. They just kind of don't think about it. But you're putting a huge down payment. By the time you huge. get your thirty thousand, yeah. By the time you get a money like a return on your investment on your home that you just bought, yeah, it's already been way too long, and that's not how you run a functional business. Whereas with the down payment that you put on a house, you can rent out ten different locations. 
you know, all you have to do is pay first and last month and then you're good. And then from there, you can rent it out and make triple or quadruple or 10 times oh, yeah. the money. You know what I mean? Depending on how many properties that you have rented oh, out. Oh, yeah. And you're also not responsible for, um, I mean, technically you are, you're, you are responsible. But worst case, something bad happens to the house. It's not your house Te- technically but you do want to take care as i take yeah. care of it as much as you can since yeah. it you are running a business exactly because as a business owner you never want anything to happen to your place of business yeah you know, that definitely. Just, all that does is that messes up your money yeah definitely. so what we do is we fully insure the house we make sure that it's always taken care of we do a screening process for all the guests that are staying so we make sure that they're you know legitimate people that have they, they, that don't have bad intentions because i feel like if you're renting out an airbnb to a local person from ottawa it's like you should know better you know what oh, i mean yeah, what what yeah. what reason would an ottawa local person need to rent an airbnb unless there's like a, a, a freak accident in their house and they need a place to stay yeah that kind of makes sense but if it's like a bunch of young kids that are yeah. just you know they they want to rent out a house one day it's like uh you need to you need to be a little smarter than that because obviously it's a party you know what I mean? oh yeah like me and ahmed we went through all the what is it called the any anything that would get in between us renting it or or get, the objections getting, that would come up yeah any objections room. that would come up we can kind of went through all of that and we realized that there's an answer to everything we yeah. can we can do as much there's so many ways to secure it yeah it's just people who people who have their airbnb up and end up getting it trashed by um, you know, but here's the thing that people like when, when you hear all these news stories talk about an Airbnb getting trashed, they don't realize that the next day the insurance fully covers it. Airbnb fully covers it. Like these damages, they're not bad. They're getting fully covered by any insurance companies. So it's like, if you look at hotels, you think that doesn't happen at a hotel? Oh yeah, definitely. It's the same thing. It happens. So it's like, why is it all of a sudden so bad? Because, uh, you know, as an Airbnb, it's, it happens, you know, stuff yeah. like that happens. It's accidents. Yeah. mistakes people like lack of you know people that have lack a lack of respect for your property or anybody else's property or anybody else's belongings mm-hmm. they they come along and sometimes they cause trouble even as a business owner as a business owner you'll run you'll you'll run into people that don't respect your place of business you know what do you shut down your business because of that no you figure out a way to eliminate that from happening again you get smart you put in strategies you set up cameras you do stuff like that we're trying to avoid it as much as possible like as soon as uh it was brought up i was telling ahmed we need to put cameras in front of the door yeah and obviously we would uh they would be advised that there's a camera in front of you know what you know and we would and that way we would know who's coming in and out yeah but here's the thing like obviously that sounds like um you know uh it sounds a little extreme but it's really not you know what i mean because here's the thing like there's two ways to think of anything there's two ways to think of anything when you're when you're looking to start something new there's you can look at it in a can't do mentality or a can do uh, or a can do mentality you can look at it as a uh, problem solver or you could look at it as somebody who's a victim of problems you know th- those are the two mentalities that you always have that people have when they're starting a business and you have to decide which one you're going to go with because most people when they're looking into this business they look at it and they say oh you know what there's too many regulations on this. There's too many issues. There's too many things that can go wrong. Why would I do it? Well, it's because the upside is very high, you know? So you either look at, you look at ways, creative ways to solve the issues, or you look at negative ways to kind of 
keep conforming and keep telling yourself as to why you can't do the things that you should be doing, the opportunity. That's why you keep missing opportunities. Honestly, that's why you keep missing opportunities because you think about the things that can go wrong. You think about the reasons as to why you shouldn't do it instead of thinking about the solutions to those problems and thinking about the reasons as to why you should do it. Oh yeah. Honestly, anything that can make you millions of dollars always has a risk, but you're better off taking that chance than stepping back and, you know, not have like not taking or not taking the chance. Yeah. I mean, like, yes, there might be risk, but what if you make it? Yeah. Then you'd you'd be making. I, I, dude, I was I was I was um, I was looking at like all these people that they're very successful. I was looking at all these people that are very rich, and I was like, Yo, what's the difference between somebody like that and then somebody who's not rich and somebody who's not successful? Like, I'm like, what's the difference between them? And then I realized that it's literally just one thing. It's literally just one thing. It's the actions that they're taking. Yeah, the action. If 100%. You're not, if you're not taking action, like if you're not actually doing the shit that's going to get you to where you want to get to, you're never going to get anywhere. Oh, you yeah, know? definitely. It's like most people, they just kind of, they think that people are lucky. They get to, they get things in life because they're lucky. They get things oh in life God. because. Oh, my God. I do not believe in luck whatsoever. There is no such thing as luck. No such thing as coincidence. Only you, you know what they say? They say luck is when opportunity meets preparation. That's what mm. they say luck is. Hey, luck is when opportunity meets preparation. Technically, that's not the definition of luck that people have. You know, people think that luck is just means oh, it's a coincidence and it fell from the sky. Nothing really falls from the sky. No. It's just no. you know, we we live in too yeah. complex of a world for people to just get lucky, you know? Yeah, you create your own reality. Yeah. Everything that's happening to you. I mean, as hard as this can sound very harsh to say to some people, but I truly believe that you have the ability to create your own reality. Yeah. We all do. Every single one of us do. Yeah. And that can sound harsh because you can be like, oh, well, that that means that this that happened, this tragic event that happened to me is because of me. How mm-hmm. can you say it's because yeah. of me? Yeah. How could you how could you look at it as if it's my fault? You don't yeah. understand my situation. But but realistically, we're all, no one has it easy. Everyone's put into situations. Yeah. It's all about, but you can't play the victim. You have to, um, you have to step out of that and take action. Yeah. That's, that's how you're going to create your own reality. Because, because people, the people, you know, like something that people either they haven't realized or they soon will realize is that life is, is hard, man. Yeah. So life many people struggle hard. so many, but it's not, it's not about sitting down and crying about it and playing the victim. It's about how you're going to take action and get out of it. Yeah. Because there's, there's always, there's always two ways to look at things. And it just goes back to what I was saying earlier. I mean, it's always two ways. Like it's either you look at yourself as the victim or you look at yourself as somebody who's going to try to solve issues, somebody that's going to try to make something right of their lives. And it's like, oh, yeah. if you're constantly just thinking about what you can't do, you'll always end up in this pit that you, that you dig yourself deeper in, you know? And it's honestly, that's to me, that's the biggest issue is that people spend too much time. They spend too much time being negative and they wonder why their lives aren't going the way that they want them to be. Well, it's because if you spent all that time doing something productive and positive, maybe you wouldn't be stuck in that rut. Oh yeah. Maybe you wouldn't be stuck doing those, those that, that. You wouldn't be stuck in that situation that you're in now. And, you know, that makes a big difference. It's all about knowing how to manage your time, knowing how to manage your energy, knowing how to put your efforts towards something in a way that's going to that's gonna get you something that you want. You oh, know? yeah. Positive, self-talk, positive self-talk is huge. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you're always being negative, telling yourself you can't do this because of this, you can't do that because of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're too this, you're too that. You're oh, you're never gonna. How are you gonna improve? Yeah, yeah. And it's it's also like it's also like t- like managing your time correctly. You know, like yeah. this whole this whole I don't have time. I don't have like you know it's it's. it's oh my god! Me every single morning as soon as I wake up, I always reaffirm to myself that today I have more than enough time and more than enough energy, and that. Honesty is engraved in my mind throughout the day. Whenever I catch myself saying I don't have time, I reaffirm to myself, "Wait, shut up, Reem. You do have time, and you have a lot of energy. Yeah. It's all in your mind. But, it's all in your mind." But you know what? I also like something that that a lot of people kind of I feel like they also don't realize is realistically everybody goes through like negative stages. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. even even the most positive person, it's not that they're not dealing with negativity. It's just that the way that they're dealing with it is a little differently. You know what I mean? Like it's different than the average person. Yeah. You know, like if the average person, uh, you know, uh, drowns in their sorrows, the positive person still has those same sorrows. They're just not drowning in it. They decide not to swim in that lake. You know what I mean? They oh, yeah. they stay away from it. It's like everybody has shit that happens to them. Everybody has uh, negative situations, and it's like nobody's perfect. You know, you're gonna mess up. You're gonna slip up here and there. You're gonna be in a bad mood, and you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna you know, be mean to people at times, you're going to be disrespectful, but it's just like, you don't, you shouldn't identify with that. You shouldn't identify with that, that, that negativity. You shouldn't, you know, just be like, oh, I'm just a tempered individual. or I'm just a negative person. Oh yeah. I hear so many people saying that, oh, I just have anger management. That's why I'm like this. Well, no, well, you're not born with anger management. No one's born being an angry person. I mean, it's developed, I mean, throughout your ages and there's a root, root to all of it. You have to, there's something you need to heal from deep inside. Yeah. There's, there's practices you can do that will help you. You're not, you're not, an, you're not born an angry person. Okay. And but, that's, okay. But why are your eyebrows so awfully? <sighs> because I'm a eyebrow specialist. Eyebrow specialist. Eh? Mm-hmm. So what's, what's your like, like official title? Like, what do you, like, what do you call yourself? Like your, your take, you know, like your eyebrow your, technician, I guess. Eyebrow technician. Eyebrow okay. technician. I also do makeup and other stuff. A lot of people have been telling me to start doing eyelash extensions. But honestly, I think I just want to focus on brows for now. Mm. I feel like once you add in a lot of services, I mean, that's... I think I, my mom was telling you to do eyelash. So many people. All my clients are telling me you should start doing eyelashes, eyelash extensions. But yeah. maybe I will. But for now, I feel like I feel like when you specialize in one thing, people trust you a lot more. Mm. And I feel like you just improve a lot more on it. You become... Um, basically a specialist in it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have so many services, you're not, I mean, you can be good at all of them, but it's like, you're not going to be very. Well, no, it's, it's not even, it's not even um, like, it's beyond that. Like, it's just, you know, you want to, I just, I just, just do think, the services that you're doing. Like, yeah, two I kinda, different things, no? Like I'm no, I'm no expert, but yeah, I think eyebrows I, and eyelashes. I personally, skills. I personally just want to be specialized in one thing and make that my main thing and make that grow as much mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I started about it. It's honestly so random how I started out doing eyebrows. So I've always been good at doing my own eyebrows. Um, I was an esthetician, so she kind of, whenever she'd be too lazy to do my eyebrows, I would just start plucking my own eyebrows and I started waxing them as well. And she had a client one day and she knew how good I was. So not to sound cocky, (laughs) but you know, I'm confident. (laughs) I'm confident in my abilities. Yeah, so she had a client one day and she told me to do her eyebrows. So I'm like, okay, why not? Let me take a before and after because her client had pretty 
um, bushy eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Same, to be honest. Yeah, you 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 need a you need an eyebrow makeover. How am I? How am I married to an eyebrow lady? I know eyebrow? he doesn't let me wax his eyebrows or do not even pluck Bro, them. Nothing. No, the uh, <laughs> I'm a man. I'm a man. But your eyebrows are so bushy. I know, Anyways, we're getting off topic. But it's okay, so she had. Uh, I did her eyebrows. It was the first time ever waxing someone's eyebrows, mm-hmm. and I was so shocked at how good I was. Because I mean, I can do eyebrows for myself, but I didn't know I can do it for someone else. And obviously, with wax, it's a little bit more nerve wracking. You know, you get more nervous. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I did her eyebrows, and I took an after photo. I posted it, and I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna make this into a side business. You know, why not? Yeah. And then from there, it just grew. I yeah. got. I started getting do, a lot do you of feel DMs. Like, do you feel like it's tough? Because I know how how well you manage your schedules. Because you work a full time job, and you also take on a lot of clients per day. So, mm-hmm. do you find it difficult to be to pursue your like your passion, your dream, uh, while also kind of having that that I wouldn't call it an anchor, but I don't know what a better word is to to describe like the job that you're, you know, like a full-time job that you're not fully invested in. Oh yes. Do you find it difficult to juggle both? Oh yeah. I mean, whenever I look at my schedule for how many clients I have per day and I also work full-time, like I work before and after school, I work at a daycare uh, with uh, kindergarten students. Um, Whenever I see that and I see how many clients I have per day, sometimes I feel like a little bit discouraged. I'm like, how am I going to, I'm going to be exhausted at the end of the day. How am I going to do my full-time job and then also work on clients? Like I'm going to be exhausted. But then I also remind myself, why am I so afraid of being tired? Worst case, I'm tired. But I mean, this like initially my eyebrow business is what I want to grow. My full-time business at the moment, is it something I'm going to, is it something I want to do for later, for the rest of my life? So I better I'm better off being a little bit tired at the end of the day than than just taking on one client per day and like working my full time job. Yeah. I like the notion of like get tired now. Yeah, so, so that, I can rest later. So that way I can eventually, you know, quit my full Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because I like it, you know what I mean? But I feel like when people say that, they say like, oh, like get tired now in your younger age. So that when you're older you can enjoy. But it's like to me, it's like I don't even want to wait that long. Like I don't want to be a like I work at Audi, I'm a, I'm a, I sell cars. The amount of old, like old people that come into the place and buy Audis for me, it's, you know, it's nice. It's nice to see that they're enjoying their money, enjoying their lives. But it's just like, for me personally, I don't want to be 70 years old when I buy my first luxury car. I don't want to be 80 years old by the time I, you know, live in my mansion. Oh yeah. Like I want to be young. I want to, I want to work hard and I want to get everything that I want at, at a young age so I can fully enjoy it while I still have my youth. Oh, yeah. I think that's very important. I think that's that's a very underrated message that a lot of people aren't getting. I feel like the whole idea of like, you know, get a mortgage and pay it off for the next 30 years so that by the time you're 60, you can then have you can a place rest. to live and you can just rest. But it's like, like, why are you waiting until you're 60 to rest? You yeah. can rest now. There's people, so many people that are in their 20s are millionaires. Yeah. What's, what's the difference between them and us? And the, some of them weren't even born rich. Some of them were just regular majority people. And dude, yeah, 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 a lot of people were just regular people. And they found a way to, you know, pursue their dreams and put the effort. And they're yeah. living their best lives yeah. at the age of 20. Yeah, and it's like, it's why, possible for all of us. Like, why, why, can't, why can't somebody 
do you know like what what stops somebody from being able to do that it's nothing it's just your own limitations that oh, you yeah. set on yourself so it's like that's why when i see that you know like at, at work and i i see these people that come in you know it's they're very excited for it you know because in their minds like this is what i've spent my whole life working for you know i get to drive a luxury car now i get to live in the luxury lifestyle that i've always dreamt of get the five-star treatment yeah but it's i mean like, that's nice for some people of course and, yeah. and i'm not saying that it's not but yeah, it's just it's... To, to me personally the way i look at it i'm just like you know, it's 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 not something that I want to wait until I'm seventy before I get to enjoy my life. You know, because the 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 seventy years before that, mm-hmm. it's meant to be enjoyed too. Oh you yeah, know what I mean, like you don't know when you're gonna go. You don't know when you're gonna pass away. You know, it can happen at any moment. You can drive out of your house, and yeah. you know, you can get hit by a bus. You know, so it's like you have to you have to always think about prioritize being present in the moment. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, and I feel like that was something I learned from you, because there there came a point where I was very very in the future, and that's all I cared about was okay. You know, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with my situation. I want to get to there. And every time I got somewhere, like let's say I I reached a milestone in my life, whether it's a raise or a good job or a good you know a good chunk of change that came into my that came into my possession, I realized that I was so blind to it because all I had was my was my tunnel vision looking forward i had i never stopped and enjoyed like yo yo like you're you're killing it like i never had that like i never sat down and been, been like yo like pat yourself on the back a little bit yeah you gotta you stop and smell the, you gotta stop and smell the roses yeah. and it's like that's something that i learned from you in specific because dude i was just i was just kind of stuck in like this whole like peripheral uh you know not peripheral so wrong word but like in this tunnel vision where i'm just looking straight ahead and i'm just like yo there's no there's no settling. There's no stopping. There's no enjoying the moment. I felt like if I enjoyed the moment even for a little bit, yeah, that would dig, mean that like I'm a, settling. Yeah, you'll get too comfortable. Yeah, like which I'm is like, not true. It's not. Of course not. Yeah. Like it's always good to kind of stop and like kind of catch your breath and say, you know what, like good job, and then get mm-hmm. continue. Like even in NASCAR, I don't know if you're familiar with NASCAR. And what? In NASCAR, you know the no. race car driving when they run, drive around in the circles. Oh yeah. If they if you don't do a pit stop, your whole vehicle is gonna explode. Yeah. Like your whole, the tires are going to pop. I don't know if you watch uh, Cars. No, I with don't. McQueen. You never watched Cars? Oh, yeah. Cars. cars. Yes, I watched remember, Cars. Remember when he kept going around and then yeah. his tires ended up popping and he ended up lo- almost losing the race? Remember that? Because he didn't yeah. stop at the, pit, at the pit stop? Yeah, I remember Because he wanted that. to win? Yeah, it's the same thing with life. You know, if you don't Barely. stop and enjoy and, you know, uh, stop at the pit stops. I actually don't remember the movie. Oh, she's lying. I, I watched it when I was a kid. She, she, you were watching it yesterday. I no, I didn't. I watched it so long ago, I don't even remember. You're the type that watches cartoons and just blames it on your little brother. Oh, it's my little brother. My That's brother. literally you, He's though. Like, remember when you told me you, you, uh, how much you like Moana? No, I, only like I remember song. you started singing the song. I'm like, what? I never even watched Moana. No, it's a nice song. You don't. There's no. There's no kids in his household. There's so many kids in mine, and I haven't watched. It. It's, a sick, it's a sick movie. Yeah, I watched it after you recommended it. Yeah, to me. no, it's a good recommendation. I don't. Really, I like the song. That's why I like. I, I sometimes, sometimes when I'm alone, I just play it. But it's okay. Oh my god. Nobody will ever know. It's just between You're me just and you, right? But, but yeah, like honestly, with me, I always had that fear of like, yo, if I slowed down, like if I just kind of stopped and patted myself on the back, that would mean like that I'm settling. So I was always afraid to do that. But then you kind of just, you kind of put it in perspective. You're like, oh man, like you're, you're, you're like, you're, you're reaching all these milestones in your life, but it's just like, you're, you're always very not satisfied. Yeah. You know? And that like creates unhappiness, it makes you kind of, 
upset with life. Yeah. I mean, what if it's your last day and you're yeah. just? You're, I mean, it's, it's good to look look at the future, but at the same time, imagine imagine today's your last day and you didn't even and you look back at your life and you're just like, oh my god, I didn't get to but enjoy listen, anything. Listen. It's also like it kind of puts you in a selfish mentality because all you do, all you care about is what you're getting. Like it's always like a, I want more. I want more success. Oh, I want more money. Oh, that's a good point. I want well. more, I want more, you know, cars. I want more mansions. I want more of this. I want more zeros in my bank account. But you're never thinking about, okay, yo, let me just stop and be grateful for, you know, for God for giving me this, for my family for providing me with this, for, you know, my beautiful fiance that's providing me with this. Like you have to stop, slow down and be grateful for everybody else. So you're not just taking, you're also giving. You know what I mean? And that's very, very goddamn important. Oh, yeah. When you give, you get. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And it's like, yeah. that's that's such an under, underrated statement because to them, it's like, oh, well, if I'm giving, I'm losing. Right? Like, to oh, them, yeah. it's like, oh, if I'm, if I'm giving something, that means something is being taken away from me. Whereas not really. I mean... Whatever you give, you get back. Whether because, because even the, if you don't have, even if you're uh, you're left with nothing. Because we live in a universe, man. That's there's no shortage of abundance. There's no shortage of miracles and greatness and uh, and surp. Like there's there's a surplus of these things, man. Like there's oh, yeah. so much to the point where it's like, you know, if uh, like everybody has access to it, you know what I mean. Everybody. It's all about like getting yourself in a position to 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 take it to demand it. Oh, yeah. And most people, you know, like they, I don't know, I can only speak for myself, though, because I don't know what most people are doing. But for myself, at least, like when I say they, I'm usually kind of referring to myself. It's just, it's hard for you to kind of believe that you deserve some of it. You know, like you kind of feel like, yo, you know what, like, maybe I'm not good enough to be successful. Maybe I'm not good enough to be, you know, a wealthy person, or yeah. maybe I'm not good enough to have a mansion one day and be a multimillionaire or a billionaire. Like, we have all these beliefs in our mind. It's like, oh, maybe, I, maybe that's somebody else's story. That's not. I don't oh, yeah. think that's that's my story. I feel like everyone has that side of them in their mind. That yeah. that, that voice in their head that's putting them down. Can I tell you a story? Oh yeah, it's, it's a pretty interesting story, and it's a great kind of uh, replica for life. So, there was a man driving down almost like a country road. It was approaching midnight, so it was very dark, and there was no there there wasn't many houses on this road. He was driving, and then he he got a. He got a flat tire, so he had to stop. He pulled over. He got out of his car. He looked. He seen that it was a flat tire. He was very, very upset. He didn't have any equipment to fix his car, so he was just kind of left stranded. Looking around, there was no houses in sight. In the distance, he saw a light. He's like, oh, you know what? I think maybe I'll go I'll go to that house over there. It's a little far, but I'll walk to them, and I'll ask them for some equipment. Maybe. Oh, my God. That reminds me of that story. <laughs> okay, can I <laughs> Okay, can I continue. He's seen a house in the distance. You know what? Maybe maybe I'll go to them and, you know, they'll help me out a little bit. Maybe, maybe they're good people. And he's walking. As he's walking, he says, ah, but what if what if they're not good people? What if they're bad people? What if they, you know, what if they don't want to help me? What if they're rude to me? He's like, ah, no, no, whatever. Keeps walking a little bit more. He's like, yo, what if these guys are serial killers? Like, what if they, what if I go to their house and they try to, like, murder me or something like that? Like, what, what if, you know, that's, that's crazy, right? And then he keeps walking. He gets halfway. He's like, yo, what if I get to this house and they charge me money for 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 helping me? Oh, my God. Ends up, he ends up, he keeps on walking. He gets to the house. He's about to knock on the door. He's like, yo, what if these guys are just rude people and they, you know, they, they just kind of tell me to just get the hell out of their property. And then 
he knocks on the door and somebody opens the door. He's like, you know what? I don't need your help anyways. And just walks away. Oh my God. But think about this. The message of that is he filled his own head up with a whole bunch of nonsense, a whole bunch of false accusations to the point where when he got to the point where he has to ask for help, his mind was so filled with nonsense that he insulted them before even knowing what, what they were going to do. Because his mind was so filled that they're not going to help me. Yeah. That when he got there and he was in a, he had the opportunity to ask for their help, he was just like, yeah, get the hell out of here. Oh my God. You know, <laughs> this is a little bit funny. As you were telling me the story, I thought this is just like a made up story from you. Um, like a remix version of my own story. What is it? Remember that story where I got um, I got lost driving? Oh. Isn't that so similar to my own story? This as you were saying, I'm like, oh my god, are you like re re uh, retelling my story? Yeah, but I, actually, in a, I, I thought of I thought of your story too. Is that actually? A, where did you hear that story? It was um, I think it, it might have either been Bob Proctor, or I think it was probably either Bob Proctor or Earl Nightingale. Oh, that's nuts! Yeah. Because guys literally the exact same thing happened to me i was driving and i got stranded somewhere and there was no houses in sight i mean i passed all of them there was only farms everywhere i was about 40 minutes 30 or to 40 yeah, minutes away when, from my home that was when you got lost eh? like you got lost you took yeah, the wrong turn you kept going yeah straight. and i was i was too afraid to uh guys my phone was dead i was literally in pajamas um my gas was about my gas tank was about to run out I was driving and honestly, I was too afraid to knock on like the, someone, a random person's door because what if they, you know, I was thinking about exactly all, all the stuff that that guy was thinking about. I'm like, they can be serial killers. They can be this, they can be that. Yeah. But I got, I parked my car and I just started crying my eyes out, bawling my eyes out. I'm just like, am I just going to like be stranded here? Like who's like, how are people going to find me? And, um, I parked there, but I didn't give up. I ended up um, turning my car back on. And I drove a little bit further, and I found a home. I found a house. And I uh, I stepped out. I knocked on their door. I asked if I can use their phone. Yeah, I asked if I can use their phone. And, and then they ended up uh, actually helping me out. Yeah, and they ended up helping me out. They ended up being very nice people. I remember I told you the story. Yeah, I remember I was so worried about you that day. I know. Was like, all you said I was, was out for gonna, a few you were hours go too. Drop off your, your brother or something like that. Oh yeah. And then I don't know. We just and then I remember I got a text from you. Like, Holy, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't know where the hell I am. I'm like, well, just turn back and go the direction that you came from. Oh, but I was so I was so deep in that like I didn't even know where to go back, where to start. I don't yeah. I don't know where to go back. That's the problem, like especially when you're in this in the country. Yeah. Like the countryside, it's like all looks the same. Because at least in the city, yeah, okay, exactly. you see a McDonald's, you're like, okay, I was at this McDonald's, I turned. Yeah, away. and you were telling me that. You're like, oh, like you could have just <laughs> I mean, if you see a Timmy's there, I mean they're you're gonna kind of just go back to where the Timmy's is. And I'm like, there's literally nothing. <laughs> no, dude, I wasn't saying that. I was saying just go back to the direction that you came from. Like, you're driving straight. Okay, now turn back. And yeah, but there was actually back. so many turns. <laughs> yeah, but why the fuck are you turning? I know. I was, you were turning? Like, you were making the turns? There was a sure? lot of turns. Like, it was highways also. It was like it was like one-way roads. Oh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's like even if I wanted to turn, I'd have to keep going and yeah. then do a turn all the way back. <laughs> Yeah, that was so bad. That was a brutal time. I remember that. But at least honestly, it's a funny story to look back at. It yeah, really is. But in the moment, you're like, "Holy shit!" Oh my this god. Is the worst thing ever. Yeah, I ended up. Uh, yeah. You know, that's that's how I start looking at like bad situations. If I'm ever in a bad situation, I always like 
This is going to be a funny story. One day. Oh, yeah. I just try to think of it like oh, that. Yeah. And it just kind of gets me out of it. Puts me in a better This mood. was like a few months. No, not even. Yeah, it was like a few months into me having my G2, my yeah. my license. Jeez. Yeah, I wasn't that familiar with the road. So well, that's Didn't you happened. say that if you drove like another like 10, 10 20 kilometers or 20 minutes? Yeah, yeah, 20 minutes. I'd be like at the border. You would have been at the American border. Oh, sick vacation, huh? <laughs> yeah, he, the guy, honestly, oh my God, shout out to those old, like, that old couple. They were so sweet. Yeah, they were That's very nice. sweet. They had a, a dog that I think is sick or something like uh, that. Yeah, they had a sick dog. Didn't they say, come visit us? We should go, we should go visit them. Oh my God, that would be fun. I wouldn't even know where to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the, as my, yeah, so I call, I call my parents, then they ended up GPSing their address. They came back. Me How up. far was it from your house? Um, I told you like 35 minutes or 40. Oh, it's not bad at all. I know, but it's like deep in the countryside, so I didn't know where I was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's true. You kind of, you're like on the outskirts of like the cities. Yeah, and, like, yeah. A little bit further past your house, you're in the country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so as I'm... As would, you I'm ever, would you ever live in the country? Like, would you ever want to live in the countryside? No, I actually wouldn't. Really? No, imagine like they have to drive like, so... Is, is Greeley like the max country Greeley, type thing? Greeley is the max because imagine you're living way past that. Imagine you want to go to the hospital. Imagine something happens to you. you, know, you know no lady. one's going to know about It's true. Yeah, it's true. It's scary. Yo, you know you know when I um when I delivered the car to, to, to the lady that bought for me? I took it to London, Ontario, like when I drove it out. She lived in like she legit lived on a farm, but it was cool because she had neighbors. Like all her neighbors, she had like farm farmer neighbors. Yeah. So it was kind of nice because she was kind of part of a community, but it was like it was in the middle of like nowhere. It was it was an interesting spot. I don't know if I would live in a place like that, but it was interesting. She had like cornfields and oh, that's pretty. That's nice to be yeah. honest, but I don't know. It's not for. It's just it's I too like far it as... from everything, but it's yeah. nice because every once in a while, like let's say let's say let's say we travel a lot, right? Wouldn't that be kind of a nice place to live? Like you travel all year and then like for the last like two months of the year, let's say you kind of go back home mm-hmm. and then like you're chilling in that outskirts of like, you're kind of away from like civilization, quote unquote, yeah. you know, and then you're just kind of like, you're, you're, you're disconnecting. You're just chilling like ah, your feet up, you're kicking back, you're just away from everything. And then you kind of come, jump back into that chaos by like going back to the city and traveling and airports and if anything and i feel like <laughs> i feel like when you're traveling that sh- it should be like a more of a relaxation thing so when you come back it's more of a <laughs> yeah but if it's if it's uh here's the thing like if it's for work sometimes it's out of your control yeah that's true you know like i want to get to a point where it's like i want to be doing business and i want to be doing uh like i want to be traveling the world for work you know i, I yeah. like obviously for vacation too like in terms of uh, having fun but like a goal of mine is to be everywhere in terms of like, you know, okay, you know I, I reach everywhere and I reach my yeah. business everywhere and it touches everything. Yeah. You know, I like in between, like I like in between uh, busy, like that, that city lifestyle and also like nature. Yeah. I like, I like something in between. Cause you know that. Yeah. I like, I like the busyness, but I also like, you know, I sold, I sold the car to, to this couple. Mm-hmm. They, they, they were like, yo, cause I was trying to, you know, uh, hook them up with a winter tire package and they're like, yo, we don't need a winter tire package. Like, what are you talking about? We live in Canada. How do you not need a winter tire package? <laughs> They're just like, well, in the winter time, we drive out to Florida because we have a business there, we have a house there, we live there for six months, and then we come back here for yeah. the other six months. They're chilling. They they don't see winter. They're here. Oh, that's for amazing. The fall and the spring and the summer, and they're away for the winter time. There's so. actually a lot of people that do that here. Yeah, and There's it's quite like a few they set themselves up because they have a business there and they have a business here, and both those businesses are self sufficient, so they don't even need to physically be there. 
but it's just like they go and they check up on it because that's what they want to do and they're living their best life they're on vacation all the time they're like that's how you that's how life is supposed to be man like what like who says that life you have to be slaving away all the time oh yeah you, you don't know? want to be a slave to anyone you know it's, it's not even that like the the idea of like you know work hard like yeah you work hard but you also got to work smart you got to work efficiently you got to mm-hmm. work with a direction with a purpose with with a commitment with a focus like there's a lot of things that are more than just about working hard in life because it's like if life was just meant for you to work hard then you know then there's a lot of people that should be more successful than they are like how many people do we know that work hard putting in so much hours putting in so much energy but they don't have anything so it's like if it was all about only working hard then it's like why aren't these people being compensated oh you gotta work hard and smart yeah man it's about working hard and smart and that's that's kind of what it comes down to and it's like i see that and i just take so much inspiration from that it's just like me i want to i want that like i want to be in a situation where it's like you know i'm traveling i'm moving i'm living but then I also have the option to just kind of disconnect. That'd be dope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's the goal, guys. Yeah. Speaking of disconnecting, let's disconnect this podcast. And <laughs> yeah, I, if you guys made it through 30 minutes, honestly. 36 minutes. 36 minutes. Yeah. And 40 seconds. <laughs> if y'all made it this far, then uh, we hope to make sure that you guys listen to the next one. Like it, share it, comment on it and stuff like that. Yeah, and, uh, whatever whatever people do on podcasts. Whatever y'all want to do, just do it. We don't yeah. really... <laughs> we don't discriminate. <laughs> yeah, we don't discriminate. We're chill. We're chill hosts, you know? So we, we don't ask for too much. Yeah, well, thank you all for listening to us. And have yourself a fantastic day. Have yourself an amazing day. Peace. Peace.